Well, all right, family. Thank you so much for coming back to listen to your sister here on Covered in Spirit and Truth. This is your sister, Ajabatia Alicia Israel. And family, I have something to say about the book of Jubilees. What do I have to say about it? I say it's a really good book. So let's get started, family. Jubilees chapter 1. And it came to pass in the first year of the exodus of the children of Yasharel out of Mitzrayim, in the third month, on the sixteenth day of the month, that Elohim spoke to Moshe, saying, Come up to me on the mount, and I will give you two sapphire stones of the Torah and of the commandment, which I have written, that you may teach them. And Moshe went up into the mount of Elohim, and the glory of Yahuwah abode on Mount Sinai, and a cloud overshadowed it six days. And he called to Moshe on the seventh day out of the midst of the cloud, and the appearance of the glory of Yahuwah was like a flaming fire on the top of the mountain. And Moshe was on the mountain forty days and forty nights, and Elohim taught him the earlier and the latter history of the division of all the days of the Torah and of the testimony. And he said, Incline your heart to every word which I shall speak to you on this mount, and write them in a sefer in order that the generations may see how I have not forsaken them for all the evil which they have wrought in transgression, the covenant which I have established between me and you for their generations this day on Mount Sinai. And thus it will come to pass when all these things come upon them, that they will recognize that I am more righteous than they in all their judgments and in all their actions. And they will recognize that I have been truly with them. And do not write for yourself all these words which I declare unto you this day, for I know their rebellion and their stiff neck. Before I bring them into the land, which I swore to their fathers, to Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, saying, Unto your seed will I give a land flowing with milk and honey, and they will eat and be satisfied, and they will turn to strange Elohim, to Elohim which cannot deliver them from aught of their tribulation. And this witness shall be heard for a witness against them. For they will forget all my commandments, even all the command that I command them. And they will walk after their nations, I'm sorry, and they will walk after other nations and after uncleanliness and after their shame and will serve other Elohim. And these will prove unto them an offense and a tribulation and an affliction and a snare. And many will perish, and they will be taken captive, 
and will fall into the hands of the enemy because they have forsaken my ordinances and my commandments and the feasts of my covenant and my Sabbaths and my holy place, which I have sanctified for myself in their midst and my tabernacle and my sanctuary, which I have sanctified for myself in the midst of the land that I should set my name upon it and that it should dwell and that it should dwell there. What should dwell there? The name of Yahuwah. Hallelujah. Pay attention. I want to read verse 11 again. Many will perish and they will be taken captive and will fall into the hands of the enemy because they have forsaken my ordinances and my commandments and the feasts of my covenant and my Sabbaths and my holy place which I have sanctified for myself in their midst and my tabernacle and my sanctuary, which I have sanctified for myself in the midst of the land, that I should set my name upon it and that it should dwell there. If you guys hear that I am a bit emotional, We hurt the heart of Abba Yahuwah. We as a people need to come together, repent, and get his favor back. By following Mashiach and doing what he did, how he did it. Verse 12. And they will make to themselves high places and Asherah poles and graven images, and they will worship each his own graven image so as to go astray, and they will sacrifice their children to devils and to all works of the error of their hearts. And I will send witnesses unto them, that I may witness against them, but they will not hear, and will slay the witnesses also. And they will persecute those who seek the Torah, and they will abrogate and charge everything so as to work evil before my eyes. And I will hide my face from them. And I will deliver them into the hand of the other nations for captivity. And for a prey. And for devouring. And I will remove them from the midst of the land. And I will scatter them amongst the other nations. And they will forget all my Torah. And all my commandments. And all my judgments. And will go astray. As to the new moons, and Sabbaths, and feasts, and jubilees, and ordinances. And after this, they will turn to me from amongst the other nations, with all their heart, and with all their soul, and with all their strength. And I will gather them from amongst all the other nations, and they will seek me, so that I shall be found of them when they seek me with all their hearts 
and with all their souls. Mishpaha. Let us seek Abba Yahweh with all of our hearts, with all of our souls, with all of our minds, with all of our strength, with our time, with diligence, with our resources. Let us serve one another in brotherly love as unto Yahuwah. The things that we do for the least of these, we are doing it for Mashiach. When we love on one another, we are loving on Mashiach and we know how the father loves his son. When the father sees us, he is to see Mashiach. Are we behaving like Mashiach? Are we loving like Mashiach? Are we forgiving like Mashiach? Are we healing like Mashiach? Are we teaching like Mashiach? Verse 17. And I will disclose to them abounding peace with righteousness. And I will remove them the plant of unrighteousness. I'm sorry. And I will remove them the plant of uprightness with all my heart and with all my soul. And they shall be for a blessing and not for a curse. And they shall be the head and not the tail. Verse 17. Hallelujah. And I will disclose to them abounding peace with righteousness. And I will remove them the plant of uprightness with all my heart and with all my soul. And they shall be for a blessing and not for a curse. And they shall be the head and not the tail. And I will build my sanctuary in their midst. And I will tabernacle with them. And I will be their Elohim. And they shall be my people in truth and righteousness. And I will not forsake them nor fail them. For I am Yahuwah Elohim. Hallelujah. And Moshe. And here is Yahuwah Elohim. I am the Lord your God. Hallelujah. I will not forsake them. So now here's something that, and I, and I want you guys to pay attention and I'm going to get better at it as well. I know there's Eloi, Eloi, Elohainu, right? Elohaikim. And I'm seeing now Elohaim. And I'm Elohaim. Yeah. And I believe this is saying, I am Yahuwah, their Elohim. Okay. So that's, I am, I am Yah, their God. Okay. I will not forsake them nor fail them for I am Yahuwah Elohim. And Moshe fell on his face and prayed and said, O Yahuwah Eloi. Mm-hmm. O Yahuwah Eloah or Eloi. Do not forsake your people and your inheritance so that they should wander in the error of their hearts and do not deliver them into the hands of their enemies that other nations the other nations lest they should rule over them and cause them to sin against you let your mercy O Yahuwah be lifted up upon your people and create in them an upright ruach hallelujah do you guys hear Dawid in here awesome 
So for all of these people that are trying to discredit this book, you can't be sons of Dawid. Children know their father's voice. Verse 21 of Jubilees chapter 1 or Yavalim chapter 1 verse 21. Let your mercy, O Yahuwah, be lifted up upon your people and create in them an upright Ruach. And let not the Ruach of Belial rule over them to accuse them before you. Hallelujah. Yo. Jubilee. Chapter 1. Verse 21. Let your mercy... O Yahuwah, be lifted up upon your people and create in them an upright Ruach. And let not the Ruach of Baal rule over them to accuse them before you and to ensnare them from all the cycles of righteousness so that they may perish from before your face. But they are your people and your inheritance, which you have delivered with your great power from the hands of the Mitzrayim. Create in them a clean heart and a Ruach HaKodesh, and let them be not ensnared in their sins from henceforth until eternity. Do you hear this? Well, forefather got it from creating me a clean heart. And take not your Holy Spirit from me. So here he's saying, create in them a clean heart. And do not let the spirit of evil. Do not let the spirit of Hasatan. Do not let the spirit of Baal. Do not let the spirit of idolatry. Do not let the spirit of fake God worship overtake you. And Yahuwah said unto Moshe, I know their constraints. Is that the right word? Contrariness. Sorry, family. Verse 23. And Yahuwah said unto Moshe, I know their contrariness and their thoughts and their stiff-neckedness, and they will not be obedient. They confess their own sin and the sin of their fathers. And after this, They will turn to me in all uprightness and with all their heart and with all their soul. And I will circumcise, hallelujah, I will circumcise the foreskin of their heart and the foreskin of the heart of their seed. And I will create in them a Ruach HaKodesh. And I will cleanse them so that they shall not turn away from so that they shall not turn away from me from that day until eternity. Hallelujah. I love it. He said, I will pour out my spirit in those days. I will pour out my spirit into them and cause them to obey me. And that was in the New Testament. So for those, hallelujah, okay, thank you, Abaya. Okay, that's in Ezekiel, in the Old Testament, yes, okay, where he promised to pour out his spirit and cause us to obey him. 
But I'm thinking that there's something else in Corinthians that kind of attests to this as well. And it's when he says, when your obedience is fulfilled, then I will gladly, you know, or willingly punish all disobedience. So it's all, um, it's all pointed to us being obedient to the rulership of Mashiach. Because Mashiach came and fulfilled the Torah right before our eyes. He fulfilled the Torah and was killed for it. Y'all better wake up and pay attention. Okay? We're not getting into the resurrection part of things right now. We're not even going to do that right now. Let's just for you OT only people. It is proven that the man lived. It is proven that the man lived and that the man died. Okay, so for sake of argument, for those that don't want to give Yahweh the credit that he is due to say that he can raise a man from the grave, I feel sorry for you. Okay, but I'm not going to go there right now real quick. Right now, what I'm going to say is there is scientific and archaeological findings and proof that this man that was born from the body of Miriam lived and died and and he was a Torah keeper and he was a bit radical okay and why do I say he was a bit radical he saw people doing things that they should not on the Shabbat and he drove them out violently so he was a bit radical okay he lived he died and he was murdered for keeping the law Verse 25, and their souls will cleave to me and to all my commandments, and they will fulfill my commandments, and I will be their father, and they will be my children, and they all shall be called children of the living Allahim, and every angel and every ruach shall know, yea, they shall know that these are my children, and that I am their father in uprightness and righteousness and that I love them. Yahuwah loves us. Yahuwah loves us. Us that are downtrodden, us that are oppressed, us that are wrongfully incarcerated, those that have been enslaved, and abused. He loves us. So take heart, beloved. Verse 27. And do you write down yourself? And do you write down for yourself all these words which I declare unto you on this mountain, the first and the last, which shall come to pass in all the divisions of the days in the Torah and in the testimony and in the weeks and the jubilees unto eternity until I descend and tabernacle with them throughout eternity. And he said to the angel of the presence, write for Moshe, from the beginning of creation. You hear this. And he said. 
to the angel of the presence. <laughs> Write for Moshe from the beginning of creation till my sanctuary has been built among them for all eternity. And Yahweh will appear to the eyes of all and all shall know that I am Elohim of Yasharel and the father of all the children of Yaakov and the king on Mount Zion for all eternity. And Zion and Jerusalem shall be holy. And Zion and Yerushalayim shall be holy. And Zion and Yerushalayim shall be holy. And the angel of the presence who went before the camp of Yasharel took the tablets of the divisions of the years from the times of the creation of the Torah and of the testimony of the weeks of the Jubilees according to the individual years, according to all the number of the Jubilees, according to the individual years from the day of the new creation when the heavens and the earth shall be renewed and all their creation according to the powers of the heaven and according, oh, I love this, and according to all the creation of the earth until the sanctuary of Yahuwah shall be made in Yerushalayim, in Yerushalayim on Mount Zion and all the luminaries be renewed for healing and for peace and for blessing for all the elect of Yasharal. And that thus it might be from that day and unto all the days of the earth. My is my heart glad. That was Jubilees chapter 1. Yevelim chapter 1. Praise, praise. Shalom, shalom. Oh, I was in the valley and y'all gave me this song.
Okay, family, it is time to go on to chapter two. Okay, family, I hope you guys enjoyed that praise and worship like I did. I have found this young lady, this young, beautiful occulty on YouTube. Her name is Tahila. We have a spotlight segment in her honor already here on the podcast. I'm just telling you. Her heart behind the songs ministers to me so much. And then hearing her voice the other night, no, it was actually like sometime this morning. I'm like, Beyonce who? This woman right here, her voice is anointed by Yahuwah himself. So her voice is just like an extra coat of beautiful, okay? All right, family. Anyway, here we go. Yehovalim, I'm trying to say it right. Yehovalim 2, Jubilees 2. And the angel of the presence spoke to Moshe. Notice it says the angel of the presence. Right? So, let's visualize this if we, if we can, if Yahuwah will allow us to. There were angels that were representations or representatives of Yahweh. So it's like Yahweh would be able to speak directly through the angelic spiritual energy being, right? So I don't want anybody to think like it was like a mist or a vapor or some smoke. He actually saw the angel of the presence of the most high. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine y'all. All right, here we go. And the angel of the presence spoke to Moshe according to the word of Yahweh, saying, write the complete history of the creation, how in six days Yahweh Elohim finished all his works and all that he created and kept Sabbath on the seventh day and sanctified it for all ages and appointed it as a sign for all his works. For on the first day, he created the heavens. And guys, you know, this is a question just popped into my mind. So you know how to Yahuwah, a thousand years is one day. So a thousand years to us is but one day to him. And one day to him is 1,000 years to us. I'm wondering if this was like 6,000 years when they were talking about six days. I don't know. You never know. You know, because there are things in the word that are meant to be taken literal. And then there are things that are metaphorical and symbolic and, and things of that nature. Um, And yes, he can do that. Poof. Right now, the same time it took me to snap my finger, I believe that Yahweh is that powerful that he could poof and everything can be willed into creation. Okay, but at the same time, you know, I just, I just, just some food for thought, if you will. Okay, so for on the first day, he created the heavens. What if it took a thousand years to us of our years, a thousand years? For him to form the heavens exactly the way he wanted them. Do you guys look up into the heavens 
and sometimes see the most amazing artwork you've ever seen. The oranges and the blues and the pinks and the purples and the yellows. So I'm saying like, what if it was really like a thousand years to do this and then a thousand years to do that. And then after 6,000 years, he gave us a 1,000 year Sabbath or 1,000 days Sabbath. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if that seventh day, meaning one day, a thousand years, that was just one span of a thousand years of jubilee and rest and feast? I don't know. But come on, let's go. And I'm not saying that it is so family. I'm just full for thought, all right? So here we go. For on the first day, he created the heavens which are above, and the earth, and the waters, and all the Ruachath, which serve before him. All the Ruachath, all the spirits that serve before him. For on the first day, he created the heavens, which are above, and the earth, and the waters, and all the spirits, which serve before him, and the angels. So there's spirits and there's angels. The Ruachs and the angels. So he what? On for the first day. On the first day, this is all Yahuwah created. On, a, on the first day. Now, we don't know if that was a 24-hour span or if it was a thousand of our earth years. We don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to say we. I don't know. So all that he created was for the first day, he created the heavens, which are above. He created the heavens. The earth, the waters, the Ruachs, and the angels on the first day. Hallelujah. Okay. So in the Ruachath which served before him, the angels of the presence, the angels of the sanctification. These are the different ranks of the angels. So what's the angels we got here? The angels of the presence. So these were the angels that went out as straight up representatives of Yahuwah. All right. Like when they had like some serious, like Yahuwah himself wanted to speak to a person. All right. He would send his angels because Yahuwah is spirit. Yahuwah is energy. Okay. Yahuwah wills things and they get done. He is supreme energy, supreme intellect. Hallelujah. Okay, so he himself, he himself sends things to and fro to do his bidding. He himself uses the sun, the moon, and the stars to do his bidding. Ah, yo, Yahuwah is just like, wrap your head around this. And, 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 and we can't even wrap our heads around this, all right? We're moving on faith. We're moving on faith. We ain't even never see nothing, y'all. Woo. Hallelujah. All right. I'm not going to keep interrupting. <laughs> Verse 2. For on the first day he created the heavens which are above and the earth and the waters and all the Ruachith that which served before him and the angels of the presence, the angels of the sanctification and the angels of the Ruach of fire 
and the angels of the Ruach of the winds and the angels of the Ruach of the clouds and of the darkness and of the snow and of the hail and of the hoarfrost and the angels of the voices. And come on, y'all, that's 10 so far. And the angels of the thunder and lightning and the angels of the Ruachath. I'm counting 12. Maybe I missed something. It could be 13. Ruachath of coal, Ruachath of heat and of winter and of spring and of autumn. Do you guys not see all of these gods that were being worshipped by humans? Because Yahuwah made the Ruachith of winter, the Ruachith of spring, the Ruachith of autumn, the Ruachith of summer, and all of the Ruachith of his creatures, which are in the heavens and on the earth. And people literally, they worship the goddess of spring, the god of summer, the god of winter, Father Christmas, and all this other stuff. They worship in these Ruachs that the Father himself created. We are to not worship the created things. We are to worship the creator of the things. How y'all know these gods don't even want to be worshipped, some of them? How you know Hasatan don't just got your mind all tripped out and got you worshipping after these things that don't even want your worship? Y'all running around giving Yahusha the Father's worship and he don't want that? Verse 3, he created the abysses and the darkness, evening, night, and the light, dawn and the day, which he has prepared in the knowledge of his heart. And thereupon we saw his works and praised him and lauded before him on account of all his works and loud before him, sorry, on account of all his works for seven great works did he create on the first day. So in one day, it says he created seven great works. What was the great works that he created? Hmm? He created dawn and day, night and light, evening and darkness and the abyss. Okay, he created the summer ruach, the fall well autumn ruach, the winter ruach, the spring ruach, which are in the heavens and on the earth. He created the thundering and the lightning. It says the angels of the ruach of, of coal and heat. These are all the things that he created just on the first day. That could have took a thousand earth years, a thousand human years. You don't know. And I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it could have. Okay, family. Verse three. I'm sorry. Verse four. I don't know about you guys, but my spirit is in the need for something. My spirit wants to worship and praise. Hallelujah. So family, here is another one. This one from Hadara Baya. Hallelujah, praise Yahuwah, hallelujah, 
Okay, now, and for verse four, we have Ajure Victory. You ready to read, Mama? Yeah. Good, let's go. Verse four. And on the second day, he created the expanse in the midst of the waters. And the waters were divided on that day. Half of them went up, up above, and half of them went down below. The expanse that was in the midst over the face of the whole earth, and this was the only work. Elohim created on the second day. You did such a good job. Can you read five while I have my snack? Thank you. <laughs> <clears throat> and on the third day, he commanded the waters to pass from off the face of the whole earth unto one place and the dry land to appear. Hallelujah. Want some potato chips? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, family, we snacking now. All right. Verse 6. And the waters did so, and he commanded them, and they retired from off the face of the earth into the place outside of the expanse, and the dry land appeared. Verse 7. And on that day he created for them all the seas according to their separate gathering places and all the rivers. And he gathered of the waters in the mountains and on all the earth and all the lakes and all the dew of the earth and the seed which is sown and all sprouting things and fruit-bearing trees and trees of the wood and the garden of Eden in Eden and all. Huh. All this was still the first day? 
Hold up. Yeah, I'm really starting to feel like that was a thousand years. One day to him, a thousand to us. I'm serious. Child, let me see. Verse four. And on the second day, he created the expanse in the midst of the waters. So this is the second day. And the waters were divided on that day. Half of them went up above and half of them went down below. The expanse that was in the midst. Ajare, you're moving way too much. And I'm trying to read. Sorry, family. Okay. And on the second day, he created the expanse in the midst of the waters. And the waters were divided on that day. Half of them went above and half of them went below. Went down below the expanse. And that was in the midst over the face of the whole earth. And this was the only work. This was the only work Elohim created on the second day. So that's what he did on the second day. And on the third day, he created the waters to pass from off the face of the whole earth into one place and the dry land to appear. And on the third day, he commanded the waters to pass from off the face of the whole earth into one place and the dry land to appear. And the waters did so as he commanded them. And they retired from off of the face of the earth into one place outside of the expanse and the dry land appeared. So family, until this happened, it's like the whole world was like dark waters. I just can't imagine. I can't imagine a before. So family, let Jubilees just paint the picture, okay? And on that day, he created for them all the seas according to their separate gathering places and all the rivers and all the gatherings of the waters on the mountains and on all the earth and all the lakes and all the dew of the earth and the seed which is sown and all sprouting things and fruit-bearing trees and trees of wood and the garden of Eden in Eden and all. These four great works Elohim created on the third day. And on the fourth day, he created the sun, the moon, and the stars. So before this, guys, Yahuwah was the only light that was needed. Yahuwah was the only light that was needed. And I'm going to tell you this. This makes me also point out, guys, that book of Adam and Eve, how you can see the fictional things that were put in there. Okay? So, remember, in the book of Adam and Eve, the very first time Adam saw the sun when he came out of the cave, he was afraid. And the book said that he was afraid when he saw the sun and he thought that the sun was Yahuwah ready to come and consume and burn him. All right. So we hear, we see right here, it says on the fourth day, he created the sun, the moon and the stars and set them in the expanse of the heaven to give light upon all the earth and to rule over the day and the night and divide the light from the darkness and Elohim appointed the sun to be a great sign on the earth for days and for Sabbaths and for months and for feasts and for years and for Sabbaths of years and for Jubilees and for seasons of the years. 
and it divides the light from the darkness and for prosperity that all things may prosper, which shoot to grow on the earth. These three kinds he made on the fourth day and on the fifth day, he created great sea monsters in the depths of the waters. So there wasn't even any life in the water yet. On the fifth day, he created sea monsters and the depths of the waters. For these were the first things of flesh that he created. What was the first thing he created? The sea monsters. For these were the first things that were created by his hands. The fish and everything that moves in the waters and everything that flies, the birds and all their kind. So before Adam and Eve was even created, we had sea monsters walking the earth, huh? Dinosaurs and leviathans in them. Mm-hmm. And the sun rose. And yeah, remember, birds are related to dinosaurs. Are they not? They say that birds are dinosaurs in that family. Pay attention. Verse 11. And on the fifth day, he created great sea monsters in the depths of the waters. For these were the first things of flesh. That were created by his hands. The fish and everything that moves in the waters. And everything that flies. The birds and all their kind. Everything that flies. So that was like moths. Butterflies. Birds. Bees. Everything that flies. And the sun rose above them to prosper them. And above everything that was on the earth, everything that shoots out of the earth and all fruit bearing trees and all flesh. These three things, these three kinds he created on the fifth day. And on the sixth day, he created all the animals of the earth. So first he made the things in the water and the things that fly in the sky. Then he made the things that walk on the earth. Verse 14. And on the sixth day, he created all the animals of the earth and all the cattle and everything that moves on the earth. And after all this, he created man. He created Adam after the cattle that moves on the earth after the birds that fly in the air and after the fish and the monsters in the sea. Then he created Adam and he gave him dominion over all that is upon the earth and in the seas and over everything that flies and over beasts and over cattle and over everything that moves on the earth and over the whole earth and all and over all this he gave him dominion and these four kinds 
he created on the sixth day. What did Yahuwah create on the sixth day? He created man and woman. And he gave them dominion over all that is upon the earth. And in the seas. And over everything that flies. And over beasts. And over cattle. And over everything that moves on the earth. And over the whole earth. And over all this he gave him dominion. And these four kinds he created on the sixth day. And there were all together two and twenty kinds. And he finished all his work on the sixth day. All that is in the heavens and on the earth and in the seas and in the abyss and in the light, and in the darkness, and in everything. And he gave us a great sign, the Shabbat. I'll say it again. He gave us a great sign, the Sabbath, that we should work six days, but guard the Sabbath on the seventh day from all work. And all the angels of the presence and all the angels of the sanctification, these two great classes, he has bidden us to guard the Shabbat with him in heaven and on earth. What? What? All the angels of the presence and all the angels of the sanctification, these two great classes he has bidden us to guard the Shabbat with him in heaven and on earth. The sanctification and the presence to be set apart and to be with the Father. Oh, hallelujah. Verse 20. And he said unto us, Behold, I will separate unto myself a people from among all the peoples, and these shall guard the Shabbat. And I will sanctify them unto myself as my people, and will bless them as I have sanctified the Shabbat, and do sanctify it unto myself. Even so will I bless them, and they shall be my people, and I will be their Elohim. And I have chosen the seed of Jacob from among all that I have seen, and have written him down as my firstborn son, and have sanctified him unto myself forever and ever, and I will teach him the Shabbat, and they may guard the Shabbat, that they may guard the Shabbat thereon, from all the work. And thus he created there a sign in accordance with which they should guard the Shabbat with us on the seventh day to eat and drink and to bless him 
who has created all things as he has blessed and sanctified unto himself a peculiar people above all peoples and that they should guard the Shabbat together with us. With us, who's us? With the angels. The upright children of Yahuwah guard the Shabbat with the angels. And he caused his commands to ascend as a sweet savor acceptable before him all the days. There were two and twenty heads of mankind from Adam to Yaakov. There were two and twenty, twenty-two, two and twenty heads from Adam to Yaakov. And two and twenty kinds of work remained until the seventh day. Twenty-two heads, twenty-two kinds of work. Welcome to 2022, according to their calendar. This is blessed and holy. I'm going to start again at the beginning of verse 24. There were two and twenty heads of mankind from Adam to Yaakov, and two and twenty kinds of work were made until the seventh day. This is the blessed and holy, and the former also is blessed and holy. And this one serves with that one for sanctification and blessing. And to this, Jacob and his seed, it was, oh, you see, and this is why, this is why they so happy y'all all doing this thing every Saturday. Right along with the white European-ish people. Because as long as you guys are still holding on to this Saturday, every Saturday being the seventh day, you guys are still not being keepers of the Shabbat. I'm telling you straight up and down. Verse 25. And to this, Jacob and his seed, it was granted that they should always be the blessed and the Kodeshim of the first testimony and Torah, even as he had sanctified and blessed the Sabbath on the seventh day. He created heaven and earth and everything that he created in six days. Now, I don't care if it was six courses of 24-hour spans or if it was six courses of thousand years, thousand, thousand 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 all the way to six thousand okay so i'm going to tell you like this just so that i don't miss a beat the seventh day for me is a sabbath hallelujah the seventh month for me is a little jubilee the seventh year for me shall be an awesome jubilee understand hear me And I know y'all like, I do keep the seventh day, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, seventh day, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, seventh day, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, seventh day, 
get it right. It just doesn't even make sense. And he created heaven and earth and everything that he created in six days. And Elohim made the seventh day holy for all his work. Therefore, he commanded on its behalf that whosoever does any work thereon shall die, and that he who defiles it shall surely die. I got to pay my bills. I got to feed my kids. My rent is due. My light bill is due. My car note is due. I got to work seven days. Where's your heart for the father? No excuse. No excuse. I, Ayabatya, has never seen the righteous forsaken. Nor his descendants beg for bread. I'm asking you. Stop working seven days. Honor the Shabbat and keep it holy. Seven days after the new moon of the month that you can visibly see with your eyes. Stop looking on their Gregorian calendar for them to tell you when it's the new moon. Look in the sky. Look in the sky every day until you find the full moon. You look in the sky today, it's 60%. Look tomorrow. 65% Look again. 70%. Keep looking every day until you see that moon 100% in the sky. That is the new moon. Seven days after that, wherever you are, wherever part of the world you are, seven days after you see the full moon 100% in the sky, that is the beginning of your month. Seven days after that is your Sabbath. The next seven days again, your Sabbath. You do it that way until the next new moon. And then you continue. Verse 27. Wherefore do you command the children of Yasharal to observe this day that they keep it holy and do not thereon any work and not to defile it as it is holier than all other days. And whosoever profanes it shall surely die. And whosoever does thereon any work shall surely die eternally. Some of you go through attacks. And you're like, what am I doing? Yeah, I'm obedient. But you're running around working seven days saying you got to pay your bills, beloved. Okay? When you're obedient, he rebukes the devourer on your behalf. The devourer cannot come and steal from you. He cannot destroy you. And he definitely cannot kill you. And whosoever profanes it shall surely die. And whosoever does thereon any work shall surely die eternally. And the children of Yasharal may observe this day throughout their generations. And not be rooted out of the land. For it is a holy day. And a blessed day. So they wasn't supposed to even leave their land that day. Stay home. No traveling. No nothing. You're eating. And you're drinking. 
and you're worshiping and you're resting and you're just enjoying everything that the father created. We created nothing. We did not create the trees. We did not create the birds. No, we may have dominion over them to sustain them and make sure that they continue healthy, growing and multiplying and everything. Okay. But on that day, we're supposed to enjoy all of those things. Enjoy the sweet, delicious apples off the trees. Enjoy the nice, crispy string beans. Nice and fresh with that little crisp bite. Oh, I want one right now. I want some green beans. Anyway, no, I'm serious though. That's how we're supposed to do, guys. Not even, not even getting all ready for all of these services and all of these buildings everybody going to and everything like that. No. I don't think it should be that way at all. Stay home. Stay among the tribe. Your tribe. And you worship the Father. Now, if I see something in the scriptures that says that we must come together and fellowship on that day, then I will instruct going forward from there. But from right now, what I'm seeing is no servile work shall you do. And this is a day that you eat and drink and enjoy what the father has created. So far, I don't see any mandates to go to the assembly on the Shabbat. It may be coming. It may be something we have to do, but we're learning together, guys. So let's go. And everyone who observes it and guards Shabbat thereon from all his work will be holy and blessed throughout all days like unto us. Declare and say to the children of Yasharal, the Torah of this day, both that they should guard the Shabbat thereon and that they should not forsake it in the error of their hearts and that hmm, and that it is against the Torah to do any work thereon which is unseemly. To do thereon their own pleasures and that they should not prepare thereon anything to be eaten or drunk. Okay. So there's not to be any preparation of the meal. And I've been guilty of that. Praise Yahuwah. Since I've gotten order back in my home, I have been, you know, making the food the day before so that I'm not in there cooking or preparing anything on the Shabbat. So family, yes, hallelujah. For those of you that have already been doing that for your Saturday Shabbats, once Yahuwah convicts your heart and you come out of that Babylonian taught timeline that Shabbat is every Saturday, okay? You guys have already been used to making your meals the day before, so kudos to you. I thought that it was okay that as long as I wasn't, um, you know, going and, and making any money going out, I didn't think that it was anything wrong with me preparing the food that we were going to eat that day. But okay, so I'm reading here now, and it says what it says, and I will do what it says. It says, to do thereon, let's go, let's go, let's go. The Torah, holds on. The way they wrote this, the punctuations are different grammatically than how. Anyway, I'm trying to find a comma somewhere so I can start. And that they should not forsake it. I'm just going to start back from the beginning. Verse 30, family. Declare and say to the children of Yasharal, the Torah of this day, both that they should guard the Shabbat thereon and 
that they should not forsake in it the error of their heart. They should not forsake it. Hold on. Hallelujah. Father Yah, in the name of Yahusha, I'm finding like a blindness and even a dumbness. It's hard for me to see the words and articulate. I exercise my authority now in Yahusha. Every ruach contrary to the ruach alahim, I bind you up right now. I tie you up in ropes and chains and cast you out of this place. I toss you now into the pit in the name of Yahusha. Be far from me. Declare and say to the children of Yasharal, the Torah of this day, both that they should guard the Shabbat thereon and that they should not forsake it in the era of their hearts and that it is against the Torah to do any work thereon, which is unseemly to do thereon their own pleasures. And, and that's another thing too. There was a question that someone asked, is it okay to have, you know, make love with your husband or your wife on the Shabbat. It is wrong to do your own pleasures. You're supposed to be pleasuring in Yahuwah and in Yahuwah alone. Pleasuring in what he created. A tree to rest under. To block you from the sun. A drink of water. To quench your thirst. Some juice that you prepared the day before. Now you can sit and drink it and enjoy it. Y'all understand me what I'm saying? To do their own, their own pleasure. And they that should not prepare their own anything to be eaten or drunk. That it is against the Torah to draw water or bring in or take out their own through their own gates any burden. Thank you, hallelujah. I was, I was, I was doing my own thing. And you see, I'm gonna tell you something. When Yahuwah speaks to you through his word, you have to obey what he says. Which they had not prepared for themselves on the sixth day in their dwelling. What does this say? It says. There on anything to be eaten. You should not prepare. On that day, anything to be eaten or to be drunk. And that is against the Torah to draw water. Or bring in. Or take out. Thereon, through their gates, any burden which they had not prepared for themselves on the sixth day in their dwelling. So if you didn't get it and gather it the day before, you will go without. And they shall not bring nor take out from house to house on that day. For that day is more holy. So you ain't even getting that from your neighbors. Like, oh man, you know, I didn't make any juice yesterday. Can you can I borrow some juice? You can't even do that. What it says, it says, and they shall not bring in nor take out from house to house on that day. For that day is more holy and blessed than any jubilee day of the Jubilees. And on this we kept Shabbat in the heavens before it was made known to any flesh 
to guard the Shabbat there on the earth. Y'all, the angels, the Malachim, they keep Shabbat in heaven. I'm hyped. I didn't know that. They was doing it before. They was doing it before any of this was even. And we got the nerve to not want to do it and not do it right. And the creator of all things blessed it. But he did not sanctify all peoples and all nations to guard the Sabbath thereon. But Yasharel alone, now it didn't say that other people and other nations could not honor the Shabbat. But Yasharel guard the Shabbat. But Yasharel alone, them alone he permitted to eat and drink. And to God, the Shabbat, they're on the whole earth. And the creator of all things blessed this day. Isn't it such a shame? When a person from another race has to come and teach you how to do Shabbat. Isn't it such a shame? When someone from another nation keeps your Shabbat. And you're running around keeping a Babylonian Shabbat. We learned Saturday Shabbat. After we were exiled from Jerusalem for not keeping the Shabbats for like 70 years. He kicked us out of there so his land could rest. And that's when we was in Babylon. And when we came out of Babylon, we came up with the Tamold. And Saturday worship on Saturnalia Day. And the creator of all things blessed this day, which he had created for blessing and holiness and glory above all days. This Torah and testimony was given to the children of Yasharal as a Torah forever unto their generations. Family, do not be a hearer of the word alone, but be a doer as well. I thank you so much for listening. Be obedient. Shalom.
in the background child i'm telling you when you wait on yahuwah it is perfect it is perfect there's no regrets there's no there's no hardships it's sweatless victory when you wait on yahuwah it's when we become impatient and we think we need to help him be still and wait on y'all. Love you, fam. Greetings and shalom, mishpacha. What's poppin', family? Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Covered in Spirit and Truth with your sister, Aja Batia Leisha. And today I have my co-host with me, Ayure Victory. I'm not sure if she'll be reading with us today, guys. If the spirit moves her to do so, then she will. But can you greet the people? Hi. 
Hello. <laughs> now remember, it's cool to say hi, right? Hello, how you doing? But when you say shalom to people, you're literally blessing them. Shalom means peace, wholeness, wellness, prosperity. So yeah, it's cute. Hi, everybody. You know, but I want you blessing our listeners. So greet your mishpacha. Greet your family. Shalom, everybody. All right, now. Okay, family, so I'm not going to um, stretch this out, drag this out. We're going to get right down into Yovalim, chapter 2. That is Jubilees, chapter 2, shortly. <laughs> 